what do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey everyone, it's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. So you know what that means. It's Wednesday and it's time for a little bit of unpolished therapy. So let's dive in. Hey, Dr. Boca, how goes? It's going great. How are you doing today? I'm doing better. You know, I think after last week, I was up and down and all over the place as that's just my normal MO. But today I feel a little bit better. So how do you feel? How are you? First of all, I thought last week's was great. And I just had to give you a little bit of props for the vulnerability and the way that you expressed it and shared your feelings. And I got a lot of feedback about how relatable it was. And I got a lot of text messages. And I got a lot of feedback on messengers behind the scenes saying, please tell Rachel she's not alone. Because I think it was very universal. And I think people really identified and related to what you were experiencing. So that got me thinking. And I have a little support rise for you. This is really exciting. I'm very proud of myself. Do you want to know what it is? I'm nervous because it's like, I like surprises, but then I don't like surprises unless I'm in control of the surprise. You know, I have like a yeah. control freak problem. But yeah, give it to me. Okay, What's first up? Of all, I would never give you a bad surprise. Okay. So I did some like thinking about it and I was like, what can we like expand on that everyone was relating to? And I think part of where we fell short in the last podcast was practical solutions and actually having an opportunity to talk a little bit more about it and extrapolating from you and making it more global. So I said, self, you could do this or I can find somebody who's a specialist in anxiety and anxiety treatment. And so I like racked my little brain and I thought of the best person that I know. So this person is going to come in on our podcast today. In fact, she's waiting for me to introduce her. Are you okay with that? First of all, that's a great surprise. I love surprises. So thank you for that. I will just kind of back up to say this really is our official launch of season three. Yes, we were enthused about bringing on some guests and adding a little texture and dimension. So yeah, without further ado, let's hear about who our surprise mystery guests and kind of like our first unpolished not our kind of, our literal first unpolished guest on We're Unpolished our ch- We're popping our cherry. I'm yeah, we are excited by this, okay? So you know me, I wouldn't just pull in anybody and I needed to find somebody who could help with the anxiety that I knew was good. So let me, without further ado, introduce Dr. Tani Kabbalah. She's a clinical psychologist and an integrative wellness coach who has a private practice in Westchester, Pennsylvania. She was fortunate, in my humble opinion, to receive supervision and career guidance from me at George Washington University Counseling Center. So I actually helped train her into this amazing anxiety and meditation and relaxation specialist. So I'm very excited. She is passionate about using this meditation and relaxation exercises to help her patients to gain greater emotional and physical wellness. She created actually a meditation and relaxation album called Rest and Restore. Remember that, guys? Rest and Restore for adults and Your Peaceful Place for Children. 
to help the community at large experience all the benefits that she knows to have through meditation and relaxation. These can be found on Apple or iTunes, the iTunes downloadable. And I actually refer my patients to this exact downloadable. We're going to call it an album because we're old. I don't really know what it's called. Also, Tani wrote a book called The Weight Loss Surgery Coping Companion. And this actually is so fascinating because it addresses the emotional side of weight loss surgery. In it, she provides specific strategies for coping with anxiety, depression, anger, loneliness, identity confusion, and the compulsion to overeat. And I would assume that that is something that is relatable to people even if they don't have the surgery. These are all emotions that are common to all of us as well as to post-surgery, the post-surgery period. So without further ado, Dr. Kabbalah, who I warmly and affectionately refer to as Tani, if that is okay through this, I welcome you to Unpolished Therapy. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Boca and Rachel. It is such a pleasure. I am a huge fan and I would take any opportunity to sit and chat with Dr. Boca and Rachel. Dr. Boca is one of my favorite people of all time, and she taught me so much about psychology. She was an incredible mentor, and it is just my pleasure to be here. I just want to jump in, and I want to say two things, okay? I'm very overwhelmed right now, but in the best possible way. Number one, you know the movie Three Men and a Baby? I feel like today it's like, Two doctors and a silver unpolished. Okay. <laughs> Number one, I don't even know what's about to happen. Number two, and more notably, I'm wondering if, in order to be a clinical psychologist in private practice focusing on meditation, if you have to have this calming, soothing voice that you have, <laughs> because I'm already calm just listening to you. So I'm going to shut up and just talk, Dr. Kabbalah, just talk. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. I think that the voice just made it impossible for me to go into any other field. And let me just note that if I raise my voice at my children, they are quick to say, mommy, will you use your meditation voice, please? (laughs) I love it. I love it. One of those. I think my husband prefers the meditation voice too. So... Thanks again for having me. So let's jump in a little bit. And I also want to just, Dr. Boca, thank you for not only listening and hearing, but then actually translating that into some practical measures for myself and all the listeners out there. I commend you for kind of putting your money where your mouth is in terms of bringing on board some well-respected professionals in an area that I think we could all use a little help. My first question, if we can just sort of dive in, Dr. Kabbalah, we always say we're kind of breaking down the wreckage here. We're ditching the couch. We're grabbing the mics. The corner of audacity and advice is kind of where we meet. And now we're bringing in that meditative piece. So the question I'll say, and this is kind of what came up last week, is we all kind of know that we should calm down, zen it out, take a moment. I'm sure everyone has the three minutes, the 10 minutes, the 11 minutes, the 42 seconds, whatever it may be that people like yourself would say, you can carve out that time. But then what happens is when we try to put it into practical use, we, and by we, I'm going to admit that me, I don't. The idea of sitting and meditating, I start to twitch just thinking about it. Admittedly, I've tried to practice it here and there. And about 17 seconds in, I'm already cheating a little bit and opening up one eye and looking at the clock and, oh my God, when is this over? So to me, I feel almost as though I am a meditation failure at it. A dropout. A dropout. Thank you. Thank you. So now what? 
I've admitted I don't know how to do this. It's not working. Somewhere along the way, I've dropped the ball. Where do you come in and how do you help your patients kind of connect the dots on this? Rachel, I think the big thing here is recognizing that there are many different types of meditation. Many people have the misconception that meditation is about sitting and clearing your mind and just sitting there Mm -hmm. and maybe following your breath. (laughs) And that just feels... Like awful. overwhelming and awful, and like hell. And so it just sounds very unappealing. But really, there's so much more to meditation. And there's so many ways to practice meditation, to get the benefits of meditation. And what I found in my practice is that there is a meditation for everyone. My job as a psychologist is to help my patient find the right type of meditation. And let me just tell you a little bit about the different types. Great, yeah. There is the kind of classic mindfulness meditation where you're just sitting, noticing your breath. The one that I get an F on. Right. Me (laughs) too. And that a lot of people get an F on. I get an F on it. It is not my preferred type, but that's kind of the classic one. But then there's movement meditation. And in particular, walking meditation where you put in your, your AirPods You turn on a guided walking meditation and you move while you're noticing what's around you, the colors, the shapes, the people, the buildings, the textures. You notice what's happening in your body, what's happening in your feet, your calves, your legs, your arms. You're noticing the sky. You're noticing the sun. It's guided. You're moving. That's the kind of meditation that a lot of people can embrace. And it is every bit as effective. It gives you the exact same benefits as sitting and noticing your breath. Let me just interrupt and just quickly just ask another question here. So, Mm -hmm. so far, it sounds like that language works better for me, okay? Right off the bat, I'm actually excited, like, wow, that's something that maybe I can do. I'm guessing, though, that the commonality between the mindful one where you're sitting and oming it out or, you know, whatever, and this movement, would I be correct in stating that the whole purpose, though, is to be in the moment and be cognizant of exactly where you are in that second, whether you're moving or sitting still? You're not a flunky, Rachel. You got it. That's (laughs) exactly right. I'm not. That's not true. I appreciate you saying that. I'm just trying so hard to try to get into something that seems so against the grain for my personality. So keep going. Okay, so we have the two. We have the oming and sitting still and kind of checking your clock every 30 seconds. When is this over? Mm -hmm. And now we can actually walk and observe nature. You can walk. You can run. You can ride a bike. Like you said, Rachel, the point is that you're tuning into your inner experience. Hmm. You're taking a break from external bells and whistles and phones and kids and cars, and you're tuning into your inner experience. Walking meditation, running meditation, biking meditation, it's a great way to do that. Another type of meditation that I've found people respond very well to is progressive muscle relaxation. This is a type of meditation where you are lying down comfortably and you are tensing and relaxing your various muscle groups from head to toe. Okay. So it's active and you're following a guide. Okay. But you're completely tuned into your inner experience. Again, this gives you the exact same benefits of traditional mindfulness meditation, but it's active, it's guided. And a lot of people find that very favorable. 
And what's the time frame for the most part? I won't hold you to it specifically, but throughout these three different types of meditation, if the goal I would imagine would be doing it more than one and done, what's the time frame that you suggest your clients allotting to this in their busy day? I would imagine anyone who really needs the meditation, it's because their life is so hectic and crazy on a day in and a day out. My meditations are 12 to 15 minutes. And what we found is that 12 to 15 minutes a couple times a week, as little as three, offers all of the benefits of meditation. Hmm. So it's not a ton of time. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but we've mentioned this a couple of times and I just want to clarify for our listeners, you say the benefits of meditation and they all have the benefits of meditation. How do you define what the benefits of meditation are? There are so many, Lori, and I get so excited when I talk about this. Regular meditation is associated with reduced anxiety, reduced depression symptoms, better sleep, reduced pain in chronic pain patients, lower blood pressure, reduced symptoms of IBS, PTSD, fibromyalgia, improved attention and concentration. And can't we all use that? Oh my God, yes. Yes. Improved memory through the aging process. It also generates kindness, and it's been found to be very helpful in treating addiction. So basically, we are crazy if we're not doing this. I was just going to, I I was just going to say, and I'm sorry to interrupt, as you're rattling off one unbelievable benefit after the next, after the next, after the next, which I also may add, I would presume is free. Right. Okay. Which we'll Mm -hmm. get to that in a minute. Some people shy away from things that they know are good for them and they make up an excuse. Oh, I don't have the money. I can't afford it or whatever. This is something that seems like a layup, a home run. How do you not sign up to take care of your own internal workings when the benefits seem enormous? Absolutely. What I'm hearing you say, Tani, is like, this is greater than anything that people are paying for, the drugs that they're paying for, all the self-medication of the drinking and everything else that they're using, even the therapy sometimes, right? And in conjunction with therapy, this sounds like this is like mind-blowing, right? I will tell you that, like I said, I refer all of my patients to your iTunes, like I said, album or whatever it is. I mean, we literally spend five minutes debating what it's actually called with my patients. But I think it's so valuable and your voice is absolutely incredible. What I would love if we could do in in this moment of time for our listeners is maybe just take a couple of minutes so that they get a taste of what it is that they're getting for free now that they know what the value is, can they hear and will having the experiential moment right now while they're listening to this, hopefully no one's driving, I guess. But aside from that, I'm pretty sure we can do this anywhere at any time. Just if they can have the experiential moment, it might click for them and say, oh, this is something I really can do. This is something that's easy to master and I'm going to keep working toward that place. Would that be something you'd be willing to do right now? Oh, absolutely. It would be my pleasure. And and there's a certain type of meditation that I think is really perfect for that amount of time. And it is a focused meditation. And a focused meditation is a meditation that focuses on your senses, what you're feeling, what you're hearing, what you smell, what you see, what you taste. If we can just come back to our five senses for five minutes, it has an incredible calming effect on the nervous system. 
it's a great way to recenter during the day. Just take five minutes and focus on the senses. And it would be my pleasure to lead us through that right now. Okay, so first of all, I'm so excited. But even in your explaining what you're happy to do for us, I was like, wait, did she start the meditation? Was was that it? Because your voice is just so beautiful. So I think it's a great idea. I want to just give two blanket disclaimers here, okay? Number one, and I know Dr. Boca is like perking up now, like, okay, cool. She's giving the disclaimers to protect her license. And now Dr. Kabbalah, I want to protect you too. With the disclaimers, everyone out there, you know that Ultimately, this isn't real therapy as we hash it out here on the podcast. We want to protect both Dr. Boca and Dr. Kabbalah with all of their practical implications of what they do in their profession, number one. Number two, I want to just give you a disclaimer about myself and share a little tidbit, if I may, that in the little bits and pieces of my attempt at meditation over the course of my adult life and in my yoga practice, which is a fairly rigorous practice, I make fun of myself and friends of mine who have seen my routine in yoga will attest to this. My favorite part of the class is the savasana, when we can kind of just sit there. And I suppose the real way of savasana is that meditation. For me, I just fall asleep. (laughs) So I don't know if that actually meditation as defined by your beautiful interpretation of it, if falling asleep really ends up being a meditative state or not, I don't know. So I can't promise in these five minutes I may not doze off, but I'm going to do my unpolished best to listen and, as you say, focus in, okay? And I'm going to support you in that, Rachel. Every time I've listened, if I wasn't sitting up, if I've tried to do the laying down, progressive muscle relaxation or focus laying down, I am out cold, which I always say is a success. Like, what's the worst thing if you fall asleep? People have tried to tell me you're supposed to stay awake through all of this process. I think if you get a good sleep, it's a win. I do. Tani, what do you think? If you've gotten to the place where you are falling asleep, you have gotten to a place of deep relaxation. Yes! That is a win. That is a win. For my purposes now, I feel like I just, this podcast now is a complete success because I feel like I had been, quote unquote, failing at meditation or savasana or relaxation. And now, guess what, ladies? If falling asleep is allowed, then... I'm a pro. <laughs> you have fully activated the relaxation response, A++. Wow, nice. Rachel. All look right. At well, that. let's do it anyway, though, because I bet our listeners are like, all right, let's see what this is all about. Dr. Kabbalah, Bring five it on. minutes, focus, relaxation, meditation, take a nap, don't take a nap. You're on. All right, let's do it. All right. Take a moment to find a comfortable position. It can be sitting in a chair lying on a couch, lying in bed, and just take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just breathe. There's nothing you have to do right now. Keep breathing. And now we're going to take some time to take a break from the outside world and just focus on your senses. Let's start with what you feel. 
Just notice any sensations in your body. Perhaps you feel warm or cold. Perhaps there are pleasant sensations or unpleasant sensations. Just notice them without having to do anything about them. Just notice what you feel with no judgment, just conscious awareness. And now let's take three more deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel the breath. There's nothing you have to do right now. Just breathe. And now let's take a moment just to notice the sounds around you. Anything that you hear. Or maybe it's just very quiet. And you can notice that. Take a few more moments to notice any sounds in your space. And now take three more deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just feel the breath. As you take your last breath, notice anything that you smell. You might smell something cooking. If you're outside, you might smell the grass, flowers, or trees. Just tune in to your sense of smell. And remember, there's nothing you have to do right now. This is your time to tune into your senses and just be in this moment. Now notice anything that you see. So go ahead and open your eyes. Look around you. Is there anything that you haven't noticed before? Notice the colors. Notice the shapes. Notice the objects. And remember, there's nothing you have to do right now. This is your time to relax and just be in the moment. And now let's take three more deep breaths in through your nose, 
and out through your mouth. Feel yourself relaxing with each breath. And that will bring our period of focused meditation to a close. Namaste. Namaste, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) We are so unpolished and yet think the exact same way. That was amazing. What did you Um, think, Rachel, since like you've never heard Tani take you through this before? Okay, so in the spirit of being unpolished, I'm just going to put it out there, okay? So your voice, A+. Okay, let's bottle up that bad boy and let's get your voice disseminated globally. (laughs) All right, number one. Number two, every time you said you have nothing to do, I was like, yes, I do. And I started thinking about all the things I had to do. So I was already like internally debating you on that, okay? I kept my eyes closed until you told me to open them. Mm -hmm. And then when you said, look around, that do you see anything that you haven't noticed before? So on and so forth. I'm like, yeah, the pile of laundry that's still not put away that my kids were supposed to handle two days ago. So that I already had another internal argument with myself. But then I kept just saying, relax, relax. Mm -hmm. There was at one point, I won't say full-blown twitch, how much longer do we have? But I'm being honest, it's not natural. Five Mm -hmm. minutes of anything Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. actually a really long... Has anyone said, hey, go underwater for five minutes and don't breathe? So five minutes is a really long time. If you have to pee in your pants, okay, and you have to wait a full five minutes, five minutes is a long time. Mm -hmm. So when you are fairly green or unpolished in this case, if you will, with meditation, it wasn't comfortable for me the whole time, but listening to you was incredibly comfortable. I guess to the listeners out there too, I don't know where you all fall, but if we can try to bridge the gap between a really soothing, beautiful, calming voice with instruction that we know intellectually is serving us so well, hopefully that will supersede the OCD of our minds to say, I don't have the five minutes. So Rachel, all your points were great. And I would add to it that this is a practice, just like yoga is a practice, right? And it does take time and it does at different days hit different ways. Oh, that rhymed. That's something. Mm. So that might be a quote somewhere on different days hits different ways, right? And so in that process, we kind of identify what works for us and what doesn't. So for me, opening my eyes, I knew I shouldn't have opened my eyes because that's like a dog following a squirrel. Like it's just going to not end well, right? So I should know better to keep my eyes closed during that and continuously do it. But I do want to ask Tani something. I know what I would say, but I want to hear from you. When Rachel hits that place of, oh my God, like I have shit to do, or oh my God, there's a fucking laundry, or oh my God, like I have a twitch, I have to get out of this. What are some tools and techniques (laughs) that she can use in that moment to, you know, when she was already like experiencing some relaxation and she got derailed? Because that really is the whole essence of what we're talking about is how do you let those thoughts kind of move through you? Yeah, my reaction is that... Rachel had a really typical response to a first focused meditation. It was pretty good, but it was a little uncomfortable. That's very, very typical. So I guess my thoughts are, number one, 
there might be an even better focused meditation out there. One that doesn't include the visual part. One that doesn't include, there's nothing you have to do right now. There are so many out there. You might be able to say, I liked going through the senses, but there were some things I didn't love. So try out a couple more and maybe you'll find the perfect focus meditation for you. And then we can even take it a step farther and say, okay, focus meditation was better for Rachel than mindfulness meditation, but maybe try walking meditation, maybe try progressive muscle relaxation, and you might find that it's even better of a fit. Tani, I'm going to take your advice on that. And I would ask you if when we talked about the albums that you do have that are downloadable on iTunes, I am hoping I'm right on this, but do you incorporate those three different types of meditation in the package or this album, so to speak? I do, Rachel. My album mm-hmm. includes a traditional mindfulness meditation, a walking meditation, a focus meditation, a progressive muscle relaxation, and a visualization meditation, which is an imagery meditation where I take listeners through a day at the beach. They imagine that they're at the beach and I talk them through their senses, their sensory experience while they're at the beach. I hope you tell them to put sunscreen on. (laughs) (laughs) That sun can be really dangerous. There's really something, there's, I think, something that will fit everyone's needs. Amazing. So I have one other thing that I want to bring up. I have a lot of patients who are driving or something and they can't actually listen to these things and they'll experience some form of anxiety. Not necessarily a panic attack per se, but they'll definitely feel a hyper arousal in them and some racing thoughts or whatever. And mm-hmm. I know a little bit about immediate techniques that we can use. And I was hoping that you could kind of educate our listeners about one or two of them that they might be able to use in the moment. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If you don't have the five minutes or the 12 minutes or the 20 minutes to do a full meditation, a couple things that I recommend are, first of all, four, seven breathing. And that's where you breathe in for a count of four, hold, and then breathe out for a count of seven. Long exhale. It's a long exhale, but it feels really good. And it settles the central nervous system. It gets that parasympathetic response going that settles the body down. So four, seven breathing for about five or six times Mm -hmm. will, will put your body into a relaxed state. The other thing I recommend is tapping. We have found that tapping also settles the central nervous system. And by tapping, I mean, take two fingers, any two fingers, and one place to to try is tapping on your forehead, right between your eyebrows. And while you're tapping, you can say a calming mantra to yourself, whatever feels right, such as, I am relaxed. I am okay. I am safe. And you just continue. I have a question. Mm-hmm. For the unpolished overachievers out there, can we tap and do the four seven breathing at the same time and like get it done faster? <laughs> the overachiever version, absolutely. The yes. unpolished overachiever the unpolished. version. 
Mm-hmm. Hurry up. I need my calm to come. Let's just double down here. I yeah. love it. And I wish that all of our listeners could watch us because we're all on Zoom in three different places sitting here on the video tapping our foreheads. Don't think I didn't capture a photo of that for our social media. Anyways, Tani, I don't know about Rachel, but I thought this was amazing. I thought that you brought some really practical, useful um, techniques that we can use because I don't know a person out there, pre-COVID, yes, but post-COVID or as Rachel will say, we're still in COVID, but the place that we are right now in COVID that has not had an increase in anxious symptomology. I mean, it is endless. And so to have useful, practical skills and to give those to Rachel, forget our everybody else who's going to enjoy these, but Rachel, if Rachel can do these, it's going to help my life so much. So I appreciate from the bottom of my heart, Danny. And I love everything that you've been doing. I've been following you for the past, you know, 18 years and seeing your progress and your growth. And it's just been unbelievable to watch. And it is truly, truly my pleasure. I'll speak on behalf of Rachel, but my pleasure to have had you here sharing your expertise. It could almost bring me to tears if I was a tearing type of person. It would probably bring Rachel to tears, but probably not. I was going to say, I'll shed a few for you. I figured you would. (laughs) Some salty tears. But I do echo everything Dr. Boca said. Tani, you have been a joy. And to Dr. Boca as well, thank you for listening and hearing and knowing what I've needed. Because if I need it, our listeners need it. Needed. And it really is a collaborative effort here and teamwork makes the dream work. So thank you for bringing Tani on board. And Dr. Kabali, you really are a friend now of the show. And we hope that you know you have an open invitation anytime to grab your mic and ditch the couch and get that ohm on with us. To our listeners out there, if you want more, and how could you not want more of Dr. Kabbalah, I encourage you to check out her albums on iTunes. DrTaniKabala.com slash contact is how you can reach her online. Dr. Boca and I on our social media platforms will put out some information as well should you need to reach her directly. We are so grateful to everyone who has listened. And before we sign off, Tani, any final words? Anything you want to share with our listeners? This is your time too. I just enjoyed this unpolished experience so much. I'm a huge fan of yours and it has been a pleasure and an honor to be here. And I hope that the listeners will give meditation a try because there's so many remarkable benefits. I meditate five times a week for about 20 minutes and it has been life-changing. Wait, so if I do that, I'm going to sound like that. I present myself like that because I'm on board. I'll do 10 a week if it's going to get me to be that. Absolutely. I don't know if I'll do 10, but I'll definitely join on the bandwagon and do my college best to practice. I think that's the key word, to practice these meditative states and implementations that you've so graciously shared with us. With that being said, on behalf of myself, Rachel Silver-Cohen, and my trusted co-host, Dr. Boca, and our wonderful, beautiful, calming meditative guest, Dr. Tani Kabbalah, from all of us here at Unpolished Therapy, we thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Give meditation a try. And we'll see you next time here when we ditch the couch, grab the mics, and break down all the wreckage on Unpolished Therapy. Have a great week, everybody. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. 
Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage. 